make sure to stop by centerfiretacticalgear.com where you will find the best in tactical gear for your mission. Some of the items included on the website are accessories, apparel, armor types, bags, body armor, gun care, headwear, holsters, knives and tools, you name it, it's here. Also, don't forget to buy the KN95 protection mask. We're dealing with the coronavirus pandemic, so it's important that you protect yourself and your loved ones today by visiting centerfiretacticalgear.com. While we're all on lockdown, go check out the new single, Exposed, written and performed by up-and-coming independent artist, Ish, now streaming on all platforms. Exposed by Ish. Do you know what you did to me? You know what you did to me Here is a voicemail that was left for me in regards to my last podcast episode, Eat Crow Joe. Joe Biden's horrific Breakfast Club interview proves he doesn't deserve the black vote. Nicole, it's Dana from Michigan again. Awesome, awesome, awesome revelation, awesome metaphor in reference to when you said we are the battered wife of the Democratic Party. And collectively as Black people, we are. Um, also, I wanted to say rest in peace, Ahmaud Aubrey, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor, rest in peace, George Floyd. I am disgusted by these horrible acts of brutality, these hate crimes uh, against our people. And I've been signing petitions. Hope you have been doing that as well. Um, I I know you care about those issues as well. As for Biden, he can just go. Bye-bye, Biden. Because, you know, I don't care what he says. I know that he's not for us either. Trump is not for us, nor is Biden. I will not be hoodwinked in regards to being a Democrat. Thank you. Just to go even deeper, and black people hear me, because y'all ain't gonna like this one. As a black queer man in America, my basic human rights have been up for legislation every single day that I have had breath in my body from all sides. And by that, I mean that the black community's relationship with the LGBTQ plus community is appalling at best and eerily similar to that of white supremacists versus black folk. Hear me, black people, and hear me well. I'm calling y'all out right here and right now. You cannot expect our demands of equality to be met with any real legislative policy and change when y'all turn around and inflict the same kind of hate and oppression on us. 
The tragic reality here is that black trans as well as gender non-conforming women and men are being killed in the United States by cis black men to such a degree that it is nearly the worst emergency for trans women on the planet. The murders of black trans women by black men since 2016 have helped drive the most violent period for LGBTQ plus people on record. Just this past week, during the riots, during the peaceful protests, Ayanna Dior was brutally beaten by a gang of black men while trying to peacefully protest for our rights. LGBTQ plus black folks are black people too. Our lives matter too. So this is my response to those of y'all who don't understand that. Fuck you. And yes, I am cussing. It's time for cussing. Y'all, this conversation is not about tolerance. This conversation is not about acceptance. It's about a demand for the respect for our humanity. Like we respect everybody else's because none of us are free till we all are free. So to my homophobic and transphobic brothers and sisters, get your fucking houses in order. Hello, hello everyone. This is Nicole here, back on this, what, Wednesday afternoon? I hope you guys are all doing good out there and welcome back to Nicole's View. So I I wanted to talk about this because on Anchor, uh, just for my own personal reasons, and we know how YouTube can sometimes be. So I felt more comfortable talking about this actual um, situation with actor Billy Porter. For those who don't know, Billy Porter is a gay black male uh, in Hollywood, or as I call it, Holly Weird. Um, he's became very uh, well-known over the past couple of years. Um, one of his most well-known talked about moments is when I believe he attended the Oscars in a uh, gown slash tuxedo. And that has been one of his biggest, I guess, um, highlight moments where people, you know, were like, who is this person? Who is this guy? But apparently he is an actor. I've never really seen him in anything. I guess I just, like I said, I don't watch a lot of TV like I used to back in the day. But um, he is um, the talk of the hour over the last couple of days. And he made this video in response to, you know, all that's going on with the uprising with George Floyd and everything and the protest. And I guess he just felt in his spirit that he needed to get this out. Now, I wanted to watch the whole entire video he did. So I went to his um, YouTube channel and I listened to the whole entire 16 minute and 27 second uh, video that he did. And 
when you first click on it, he was on point. The first four minutes and about 50 some seconds, I'm like, okay, I can do this. I, I can do this. And then you saw how he immediately, he just switched. So in the beginning, he went on and talked about, you know, white folks and white supremacy and how, you know, this is wrong and his liberal friends and, you know, they needed to sit back and listen, you know, to the plight of black people. I'm paraphrasing here. Um, I could have recorded it too, but I just didn't feel like recording all of that. But I did record, as you guys heard, the response that he had for black people. But he started off talking about that. He talked about how him and his white husband had rented some house in Long Island and some friends of theirs wanted to go and meet at some hog farm, okay? So he's going into this story and he talks about how once he pulled up in his BMW, him and his white husband, and they made it on the sprawling farm and how it was so open. Um, but he got a little anxious when he didn't see other cars or other people. I guess maybe that's him saying they had arrived first. So he was a little bit anxious, you know, and, you know, being a black man, he, he felt some type of way. He felt nervous. And so he goes on to talk about this little white girl that was outside, I guess, saw him and his white husband and she ran back into this house farm or whatever. And he just kind of goes on to say that he was just in his head thinking that she was going to go tell her pop pop that there was some black man and some white man outside that didn't belong. And he was afraid that she went in and, and the pop pop was going to come out with a gun. And then he left it like that. He left it hanging. He didn't say, you know, if that actually happened, which I'm assuming it didn't happen or he would have talked about it. So I guess that was just him explaining the fear that black people have when they are in, you know, uh, an environment that they don't see a lot of black folks. Okay. I guess that was just his anxiety. And so he went from that and then he went right into, as you guys heard, the whole finger wagging, blaming the black community uh, and blaming straight black men. Um, I never liked the term cis. I just like to call them straight black men. Um, that's just my preference. I know there are people in the LGBTQ plus community that have, you know, they go by their different terms and whatnot. But when I'm talking about straight black men, I'm just gonna say straight black men. I, I'm just these terms and stuff, you know, it is what it is, you know. Um, but see, this is where this is where he gets it wrong. And a lot of them that feel this way in the LGBT community, they get it wrong. And this is where people, black people who are straight, this is where we, we tune them out. Because you cannot, you can't come to us saying that we treat you like white supremacists. It doesn't make sense. It's like saying there is black supremacy. There is no such thing as black supremacy. You can't have two supremacies, okay? So this is where, you know, he went off the, the tracks with me. And that was my biggest concern and my biggest complaint in his whole entire 16 minute rant. Um, one thing I noticed is that he was, 
as you guys heard as well, he seemed to be more pissed off with us than this thing called white supremacy. Because you see, at the end of the day, black people have no control over who you sleep with that night. We, we don't put that on the law books. We don't do that. You may have black people who are not, you know, for gay people. Okay, whatever. There are people who are white who are not for black people. There are going to be people who won't like you. And see, this is where, whether you're straight, gay, whatever, this is where we're going to have to come to that conclusion. There are just going to be some people who don't like you. Now, if they're not messing with you, if they're not harming you physically, if they're not trying to attack you um, physically, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing you can do about those type of people. You have to ignore them and keep pushing. Now, when we get into laws, now, when we get into actual harming you physically, that's different. Now, he started to quote some stats about transgender women who have been uh, killed or attacked by straight black men. And see, this is where I'm going to have to look into those facts, because even though that is bad, that is not good for anyone to be attacked, killed, or whatever, no matter what you are, or whatever you claim to be, um, we cannot make false equivalences, okay? We just cannot do that, okay? I understand that, you know, we shouldn't be harming anyone. Th that is not okay for just no reason. But with this current story that he talked about, this transgender woman, I've been hearing multiple, multiple different uh, backstories with that story that he mentioned in this video. I've heard everything from that. I've heard that, that this transgender woman was in some car accident. I've heard that this transgender woman um, allegedly got into a fight with a girl. So this is why I'm not running out to even talk about this story because I want the full facts. I don't want half here, half there, and we're not getting the full picture. And this is this has been my biggest problem with a lot of stories, with a lot of things that go on in the news. We never get the full side of the story. We're only getting one side, one narrative. And that is a problem. That is a problem. So that, that was my biggest concern. And the fact that he felt that he could, could go there, could call black people black supremacists and blame straight black men when we know that it is not only straight black men that are out here doing things. You see, to me, you're further playing into the racist white supremacist trope when you sit up here and you say, but black men are doing this, black men are doing that. See, I don't remember Billy Porter coming out here talking about gay black men when gay black men were being killed by your democratic donor and activist, Ed Buck. Let's not forget about Ed Buck, okay? If you don't know about Ed Buck, he basically would purposely look for gay black men who were homeless, okay? Give them some money, entice them to come to his house with drugs and, and everything else. And he killed two gay black men. 
Now, where is that outrage, Billy Porter? Where was your video calling out Ed Buck, calling out him fatally drugging black gay men? Where is that same outrage? You see, I can't take you seriously when you sit up here and you pick and choose when you want to get mad. Okay, I don't do that. And if you heard his voice, he was more pissed off at the black community. But where is the LGBT community when it came to Ed Buck and everybody else? Where is the LGBTQ community when we're talking about folks like, uh, what's his name? I, I can't even think of his name right now, but he claims to be a part of the far right. Uh, Milano, Yapanopoulos, you guys know who I'm talking about. That freak. Okay, where is Billy Porter on that? You know, see, this is why you have black people who may not, who are not gay, who are straight, and they see someone like Billy Porter and they are immediately turned off. Not so much because of who he sleeps with that night or who he's married to, but the fact that you come out here and you call black people white supremacists. Black people, black people could never, never, never equal up to the heinous, the evil, the just diabolical nature of the white supremacists. You cannot compare over 400 plus years. And this is why a lot of black people found it so offensive for him to say that. He, like I said, first four minutes, I hear you. And then after that, the video just went straight to hell. And of course, towards the end of his rant or whatever that was, he starts talking about politics. And see, this is another reason why a lot of us just, we blank you out because we see what this is about. This is about politics. This, is, this isn't even truly about black people. You're out here talking about Trump. And yes, I get that. Trump is a piece of shit. We all get that. But do you think I want to trade one piece of shit for another piece of shit? No. And this is why I can't take folks like Billy Porter seriously. Because just like your Candace Owens, your Billy Porters on the left have their own agenda as well. And that's my problem. I don't like hypocrisy. I don't like you picking and choosing when you want to get mad, when you want to finger, finger wag and talk about the black community. You can't do that unless you're going to be across the board with it. That's my problem with it. I will. I don't care if you're gay, straight, bi, whatever. If you are cooning out here, I'm going to call you out. Just like I would call out a Candace Owens, just like I would call out, um, a Terry Crews, you're going to be called out on it. And you can't say this is being homophobic. This is gay bashing. No, this is me calling out the pure coonery and buffoonery with a lot of y'all. 
if you cut out the rest of that rant that he did and just only play that five, four to five minute, whatever rant that he went on about black people or two minutes, I think it was two minutes and some seconds. If you just played that, that's no difference. No different than what Candace Owens would say. What's the difference? Besides it, it coming from a gay black man perspective, I don't see a difference. So yeah, I'm calling out Billy Porter. He was out of line for that. And all that energy, all that wagging the finger, he should be called out for it. Imagine Bill Cosby saying that shit. Y'all, a lot of folks still are mad at Bill Cosby because he said that we can do better. We can pull up, pull up our pants and do better. Look at this shit. This is insane to me. And they excuse it. And they get that pass because he's gay. So what's the difference? So if Billy Porter ever finds himself in some BS, are y'all, is this gonna be his pound cake speech? Are y'all gonna throw this back in his face if he's in some, some bullshit later down the line? I am. I surely will. Cause I have a problem with that. If you wanna talk to black people about LGBT plus um, issues that's concerning you, this is not the way to do it. All you're doing is further turning black folks off. That, that ain't gonna cut it. That's not gonna cut it. You can't tell the victim how to be. We know what white supremacy is. We know what it feels like to be affected by white supremacy. You can't tell the victim that we're actually, you know, the villain. That Nah, that's not gonna work. Yes, you may have black people who are intolerant, who are mean-spirited about gay people, who don't treat them with respect. I I'm not down for that. I try not to, you know, co-sign that. I'm all for everybody having equal rights, being treated fairly. I'm for that. I'm not against that. Not at all. But remember who upheld the laws in this country. Remember that there is an actual church that literally hates gay people. And look at who are members of that church. It's white people. So, Billy, before you come wagging your finger at black society, you need to go take care of your husband's folks. Go talk to them. Because you see, they created this. This is their system. And when you walk down that street, Billy Porter, and you encounter a race soldier, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna see you. They're gonna see the white man. Or let's say, let's say it's just you walking down that street or driving your car down the street. You know what they're gonna see first? They're gonna see your black skin first. They're not gonna see your sexuality first. They're not gonna see um, you know, what you think, what you believe. They're gonna see a Negro in his BMW. That's what they're gonna see first. And that's what a lot of them fail to realize. They see your black skin first. 
not who you sleep with. And that's the problem. That is the problem. They don't want to recognize that your blackness will always trump whatever else you claim to be. And that's what it is. I'm not a woman first. I'm black first. And that's just, those are the facts. Who I lay down with, that that doesn't matter. Now, I know some were saying, you know, no, it does matter. Because this is who I am. I'm still trying to be accepted. I get that. But if you're trying to be fully accepted and respected, especially coming from your own people, this ain't it. This is not how you do it. And that's just, that's just how it is. So I say folks like Billy Porter need to get their shit in order. Get your shit in order first before you come to black society. Because you're just, you're just going to get turned away. They're going to tell you F you, F what you think, and get your shit in order first. Because coming to black people, calling black people white supremacists, that ain't, that ain't going to cut it. You're not helping anything. And it makes me wonder, will you send out there to further do this whole dividing black people? Just like you have these feminists who come out here doing the gender warring. No, that's not how it works. I'm sorry, that's not how it works. If we're gonna do this collectively, we're gonna have to be respectful and listen to everybody. But coming in here thinking you're going to call black people white supremacists, you're already done. Nobody ain't listening to that. They're telling you to screw off and go do you. And like I said, I don't care what your sexuality is. I don't care how black you are, how light you are. If you're cooning and buffooning, I am going to call you out. And that was a major coon moment for Billy Porter. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Was this... Billy Porter's pound cake speech moment like folks love to do about and say about Bill Cosby? Let me know. Uh, feel free to leave me a voicemail. Um, and if you do leave me a voicemail, make sure that is at least under a minute or exactly a minute because I guess Anchor System, it will cut you off. And I thank you all for the support. Thank all the new supporters of uh, my podcast here on Anchor. I thank you so much. And um, you guys take care, take it easy, and I will see you in the next live stream and or video. Bye-bye.